Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Faux Real. Boy, I am really excited to have you for this one. This is a special episode, and I know. I say that on every single episode that I have a really special one coming up for you. Let me tell you, today, it is more true than it's ever been before. Because on this episode, I am unbelievably excited to welcome the incredible actress, writer, director, producer, and professional model and ballet dancer, Sasha Naboga. You may have seen her on New Girl, Criminal Minds, and Blue Bloods, and now you can see her starring alongside Anna Kendrick and Donna Logue on the incredibly hilarious and very irreverent comedy, Dummy, now on Quibi. There are currently, I believe, five episodes that are up that you can watch with a new episode coming out every weekday. This show is full of dark, sardonic humor and impeccable writing. You definitely don't want to miss this show. It is playing on Quibi right now. And if you sign up, you get 90 days free. I think they're still doing that. So so definitely check it out. Even if you have to pay for it, I think it's $5 a month. Guys, pay for the freaking app just just to watch the show and to watch Sasha on it because she's absolutely amazing and I had just the most incredible time speaking with her. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. Just before we do, I want to say that this episode is brought to you by Scrub Hub, the latest ingenious idea from the genius duo of Anya Kopian and Susie Shin who brought you Amazon dating Scrub Hub. Because in quarantine, it's important to think dirty thoughts, but keep your hands clean. And now, on to a very awesome episode with my very awesome guest, Sasha Naboga. There we go. Okay. Hi. Wonderful to see you. Thank you so much for, for doing this uh, this show, especially so last minute. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for having me. Um, this is so cool. I I started watching this show, Dummy. It's absolutely wonderful. Wait a minute. Before we get going here, I got I to gotta give you the full present, uh, the, the full introduction here. So uh, I, I'd like to officially welcome Sasha Naboga. Is that how you say your last name? is i'm impressed <laughs> that's all right yeah does slow motion jump into the air um born in kiev ukraine grew up in brooklyn i'm pulling this all straight from your imdb biography <laughs> uh studied at the school of american ballet and then at the school of performing arts where you did lots of cool uh little films, some silent films that I've been watching over the past couple of hours, which I knew would embarrass you. Uh, (laughs) Google, baby. They're all on YouTube. They're all there. (laughs) You listen, you did some really impressive stuff. I was, I was cool. Like some very, there was some very harrowing little adventures taking place in a minute and a half. Right. We had the, we had the girl who killed somebody, and then there was a guy who killed somebody. And I mean, it really takes you on a thrill ride. I don't even know. 
It looks like it. So, uh, take me through your journey. Like, where where did you... You've been in L.A. since 2013, approximately-ish? Uh, let me see. Let me see. It's 2013, yeah. No, you got it right. Awesome. <laughs> and 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 how is that how has that been going you've you've been getting uh you've shown up in new girl criminal minds blue bloods you co-produced a uh a comedy series called work in progress which i'm gonna check out i didn't get the i didn't get to that before this interview but i'm gonna check it out because i, I want to see it grassroots effort it was a lot of sweat sweat blood and tears from everyone involved um so you know it was a little passion project awesome uh, but uh yeah like it's it's been just really great i uh i have two projects in the works right now that i'm very excited about but everything's on hold right now so right um, but i'm looking forward to that um where do you want to start? I don't, I don't even know. Everywhere. I want to, st- I, um, so, um, so you grew up in Brooklyn before moving to Los Angeles. Yes. I actually, I ran away at 18 to live off an island of Greece. So, wow. um, I, I just, it was such a great experience and then the, the climate is amazing and I couldn't stay there because of visa issues. Mm. Uh, so LA was kind of the closest to that. Um, so yeah, I, I came out here and just been doing the thing. Yeah. Making it happen. That's, that's excellent. That's, that's awesome. I've Greece is one of those places that I've always wanted to visit. I've always wanted to go Greece and Australia those are my those are my top choices when when we're finally able to you know escape this madness like right yeah no that's where I'm headed next the culture the culture is amazing and you, you don't realize unless um, until you step away and it's just over there it, it's it's I don't know I feel like in America you kind of live to work and then out there it's it's just family and your own self kind of take precedence so you know Wednesdays you have half a day off lunches are two hours you know um and then weekends you just go up into the mountains and you know just mostly everyone has a cabin there so they just spend family time out there and it's you know you take a dip in the sea every morning it's you don't want to leave i'm just gonna give you the heads up that's <laughs> that's beautiful i'm i'm swimming in the imagination of it right now as i have been for so many years like that sounds yeah. incredible which island do you want to go to? All of them, man. I want to. I just. I just want to be. I just want to be swept up in the whole energy and spirit of it. I just. I, I mean, uh, and and all of the history. Like I'm. I'm all about the. Uh, you know, Greek philosophers and the. Just the I've, whole I've thing, man. Greek, uh, Greek mythology. I just. I started reading it. You know, since I was. I think. I learned how to read, but I recently, I took the 23andMe test and I discovered that I'm, I'm 3% Greek and Baltic, like way back. So I'm Ooh. wondering if that in to my interest in that. I don't know. Sure. Suspects. Your, your past lives uh, pulling you forth, yeah. right? It definitely makes sense to me. Sure. Absolutely. Have you it's... done it? Have you done the 23andMe test? No, I haven't. I haven't done oh. it. But... My mom, 
My mom is big into, um, she did the Ancestry, the full Ancestry thing. Okay. She she bought the, she bought the okay. whole package and she did the whole thing at, at one point. Yeah. I do know that I'm a blood relative of Marlon Brando. You are not. Really? So, really? can you tell? How, how, <laughs> how far connected? I, like... I couldn't tell you. I would have to bug her to pull up the whole, she got the full readout and we went, you know, line by line. Wow. It was it was super interesting, you know. Um, so, I mean, the guy had some issues, but he's one of the greatest actors that ever lived. So, hands down. Yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm down with it, honestly. <laughs> that's pretty cool. When you, when you found that out, were you like, oh, that explains a lot? Or, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty awesome. I was, yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of nonplussed about it. I was like, yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, all comes together. Uh, yeah. What propelled you to acting in the first place? What What was that? I know this is so cliche, but like, where where was that spark that you're like, yeah. Honestly, I think it kind of was a rebellious move because that was the one thing that my parents did not want me to study because I, I was very talkative. I had a lot of energy. I got in trouble for it, you know, in every class. And, uh, one of my best friends growing up, she was, she was in drama school. So, you know, I like begged and pleaded, but they just, they just thought it wouldn't be a, a, a good <laughs> outlet for them. Um, parents who usually are not are not into it no so no, much everything that kind of like silenced you like you say quietly play piano you play violin you know you do ballet <laughs> just well you do ballet and i definitely want to get into that too you are you are classically trained right i am yeah that's yeah. so amazing um i i studied uh school yeah school of american ballet mm -hmm. so i think when I when I was auditioning for them, they have about twenty thousand applicants a year, and then they they pick out three from there. All those people suck. We're taking Sasha. <laughs> um, honestly, I tried I tried three years in a row to get in. So and and the second time, my mom <laughs> locked herself up in uh, in the room and cried oh. um, for me. So then you know again, third time's the charm. But, I guess it uh, is. Yeah, so, so I was with them for a while, uh, up until 18, and um, yeah, now it's, I, I, I go I go out a lot for, for kind of like dance dance roles and all of that, so it's, it's come useful, I'd say. That's just what I was going to ask you. So you have, you have brought those, uh, those skills yes. into the audition room. Yes. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, such a it's, unique. It's the best auditioning with a choreographer in in just like a regular film studio where it's it's you're basically on your toes on like marble, just like slipping around. Like, <laughs> wow, it's intense and it, it's an intense experience. But it's just you know it's it's such a visceral expression and and I love it. And I you know from that I think that was my first kind of taste of performance being on stage and it's it's so addictive, you know. You, you kind of don't want to let that go. Well, I'll tell you a secret that not, uh, I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the show before, but uh, I used to take ballet in another life. Um, I i mean, when I was little, 
<laughs> Many moons ago. Uh, both. <laughs> it was a little of both. Let's talk I, about Well, here's the thing. I was a shy kid. I was yeah. backward. I was I was just very awkward. Uh, so, you know, they, they were trying to find something to break me out of my shell and uh, talk about complete polar opposite of everything that, you know, uh, uh, that I was into as a little kid. And uh, once I got into it, I... It was quite a struggle. It's very difficult, you know. Um, uh, I am, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure I ever really had the balance for it, but I was actually going to uh, lead a recital. I was, they made me a lead in this recital, and, uh, you know, were you, we. Were you the only boy in the class? I was the I only was like, boy. Yep, yeah. you got it. That's right. <laughs> That's by, got it by default. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, you know, I was petrified. And uh, I I ended up, it, it didn't end up happening because I had a, I had a, a childhood, you know, freak out. <laughs> and uh, it, it didn't, uh, it didn't happen, unfortunately, uh, much to the chagrin of my, of my parents and, um, you know, but. So how old were you when you quit? Ooh, I mean, I was, I was a little tiny kid, probably, oh. I don't know, <laughs> six or seven, maybe. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But, right. but what a, what, what a ride, you know, it so so interesting i can i can still sort of do an autendu right <laughs> I, I, I reflected i reflected on it and there's just so many kind of unspoken skills that are transferred to you know adult life and in, in just kind of i don't know the worth that worth work ethic is one you know you're you're just constantly striving to be better but also um, being open to input and criticism, you know, you just kind of kind of remove all ego and, and be open to adjustments all the time. So I think, you know, I don't know if you're if you're a parent considering putting your kid in class. I, I think the effects are profound, and I, I highly recommend it. Absolutely. Besides just the technical parts of it, there's so much. It takes such incredible focus, reserve, like. Yeah. Um, strength you I mean ballet dancers are some of the strongest most poised focused individuals that you will ever meet or encounter Um, they're athletes they're athletes 100% I I had a friend who you know was just I I had him record me for um, a couple of scenes one time but you know he's like you know I've seen ballets and and they just seem so effortless and then seeing how much work you're putting in, like only for the first time am I now realizing. Effortless you know? after months and months of intense practice yeah. that that yeah. will take really down nice. the strongest of <laughs> people. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've watched, um, you know, uh, I've watched people try to do ballet on Dancing with the Stars and boy, it's, uh, it's rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is gotta, rough. <laughs> Let's, you know little ballroom we can swing it you know all of that but sure else, yeah 
Yeah. So tell me about getting involved with Dummy. We got to talk about the show. There are currently four episodes out so far. I think the fifth one drops tonight, right? I think the fifth one just came out today as well. Is it today? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Awesome. Last time I checked. I think it's out there. But how far far are you in? I'm four episodes in. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so Um, we just met you, and you were the... They, they, uh, like, they were trying to bounce around it. Like you weren't, you weren't necessarily, uh, his ideal woman, but you, but you are essentially. So that's, that's kind of where Barbara came from, right? There were certain attributes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) That kind of, uh, grew me in. Yeah. Um, but uh, how did I get involved with that? Honestly, the role was originally written for someone else, um, a CW actress, I'm not going to name who, she's gorgeous, uh, but uh, she ended up passing, which kind of worked in my favorite. Win by default! Yay! Uh, yeah, so once they, um, once they, apparently I was also on hold for the job for a month mm-hmm. and my manager didn't tell me. She didn't want me. Oh, that's great. So, in fact, I found out that I got it when the stylist called me for wardrobe. So, <laughs> it was just... Wow. Process it, and then, yeah. So, that's... that's you got to love out. those surprise phone calls. When, <laughs> you know, a couple months later. Yeah, I've had, it, I've had a couple of those. Yeah, but uh, they... The script was actually... Um, different for me um she was supposed to be this kind of um you know hot LA girl and then I came on board and uh Cody the writer just completely revamped it to kind of fit me into it you know I I like love to talk about philosophy and you know have my own podcast and and of course I think well you're still very much a hot LA girl just a very different type of hot LA girl (laughs) Yeah. That's very generous. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but it was just, it was just the greatest honor, honestly. Just, just to, you know, just to have someone kind of see you and kind of, you know, get a sense and, and then just write something that's perfectly, you know, structured for you. It's it, one of a kind experience, honestly. Absolutely. What a, yeah. what a cool honor and what a fun, irreverent, wacky show to be a part of like i and i saw um i've been following quibi because uh there's another show called sexology with a sexual educator named shan boudram and uh so i i'm sort of a man on the street in one of her episodes which uh she's she's doing all quarantine episodes right now of course so i i don't know it may not come out until who knows but it's not out yet or it's out in the episode the show is out the episode i i don't know okay. when that's gonna drop but through working on that i became familiar with quibi i mean you know i'd heard about it before but you know it was cool working on that show and so then you know i immediately got a subscription because of course i had to watch myself you know yeah. uh, <laughs> so i and I, it's got so Many great programs. There's so much good content on it. This is not supposed to be an ad for Quibi, but it is. Um, I, I agree. And so 
Uh, this show is absolutely great. Flipped is amazing. Have you seen Flipped yet? Watch list actually. I yes. haven't. I haven't watched it yet. You it's love it. Number one. I mean, it yeah. is. It is just hilarious. Yeah. And they they have uh, their their couple chemistry is it's a miracle of television. It's it, seriously, it's really cool. Um, if anything, I need, I need, you know, more recommendations right now. <laughs> That's my time. Oh, what have you been binging? <sighs> um, we in the shadows is, is, I mean, I mean, the original is, is, you know, one of my top 10 of all time, but, uh, the series I enjoy. That's great. What, what else? Um, on a more dramatic side, I, I watched Waco. Have you heard of that? Oh, oh, that's interesting. Where is that? Um, I forget. Is it Netflix or Showtime? Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> there um, are too many platforms. <laughs> there are too many. So many, but you know, it's it's based on uh, the real life events of you know this kind of cult that occurred. Uh, back yep. Don't day. drink the Kool Aid. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. And then the FBI got involved and just oh sure you know, how things went down. So it's it's pretty amazing just to see kind of both perspectives to, to follow that that whole story yeah. as it unfolds. I yeah. started watching McMillions yeah. on Hulu. Yeah. Holy balls, HBO. Batman! Huh? Is it Hulu or HBO? It's an HBO show, but yes. it's on Hulu. Okay. And I and I'm not sure when or how ex- it happened, but I think HBO started doing like a free 90 days or something, and I already had the Hulu uh, subscription, so it just dropped in there. Okay. But I started watching the show, and I was like, okay, this this might be all right. I didn't realize it was like an eight parter or something. Right. Uh, and oh man, I mean, it goes deep there's like uh, have you seen it i have okay so you know the mob the mob gets involved and there's like murders and car crashes and just complete insanity because it just kind of confirms all my suspicions i'm pretty cynical by nature i don't know same kind of like my ukrainian culture but you know you trust no one absolutely just seeing everything exposed, it, it, it's mildly comforting for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I sniffed it out early on. I really did. I was like, this, there is no way this can be real. I mean, I, I knew that was a scam in, you know, the 90s. I mean, whoever, I, I, who, I've, I've submitted myself, I just randomly like to, you know, submit myself for giveaways and all that. I've never sure. won one thing in my life have you um i mean i uh i got a um i was awarded the sag um actors fund grant that's about it (laughs) but is that is that a kind of like a lottery that is it just random no 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 that's something i applied to yeah exactly exactly when it's kind of left to chance and and a lottery like i just I don't know. Never had luck with that. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have zero luck in uh, any, 
any sort of scratchers or if if it ha- if it's a gamble, yeah, not not gonna happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not alone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Listen, I mean, this podcast is eventually gonna make millions of dollars. So I mean, I, I'm not I'm not stressed about it. I do a little Dr. Evil every once in a while. He kind of drops in unannounced on this podcast. Yeah, I'm actually trying to get uh, Mindy Sterling on the show so she can do Frau Ber- uh, Frau, <laughs> Frau Verbizina. And um, I keep trying to get Seth Green on the show, but uh, he's given me the big bird. So, you know, yeah. he can he can stick it. Actually, it's it's his publicist. All publicists are evil. I have to send them a uh, a shark with a freaking laser on its head. Yeah. She still she still performs at Groundlings, I think. No. She absolutely does. Yes. Yeah, I've seen I've seen her a couple times. She's phenomenal. I went. I've gone back and forth with her. I don't know for a long time trying to get her scheduled, and then this whole thing happened. Uh, I almost had her booked at one point, and then I didn't. So I mean. It, it's happened a million times with a million different guests. What are you going to do? I, I mean, right. you know, I'm just yeah. some schlub, you know, uh, you know. Um, but uh, it just makes it that much, you know, sweeter. When listen, when I finally get her on, it's <laughs> going to be a hoot. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying having you on. And um, so what I want to ask you about next is what do you want to oh, carte blanche? If you could work on anything across the board that's currently on, right? What do you want to work on? Who would you like to work with? This is hard. Okay. Honestly, um, Miracle Workers, it's it's kind of like a two, it's a two-in-one deal because Steve Buscemi is, is one of my idols, hands down. Um, have you seen Miracle Workers? I have. With um, Daniel Radcliffe. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just... Also super irreverent. You kind of have a type. I can tell. (laughs) I like that. I just... I have a very kind of nuanced, quirky, clever, witty script. So anything that kind of falls into that category, honestly. Again, going back to what we do in the shadows. I'm like their number one fan right now. So it's just... That's going to be my next one. Yeah. I've I've heard nothing but wonderful things about it and I know I will love it. It's just one of the hundred billion things that I haven't like gotten to yet. It's it's on the ever continuing list, I, but I got to watch it because I if it's quirky, oddball, strange humor, if it's the kind of thing that Fred Armisen would do, yeah. I want to see that. Right? Didn't your mind explode thinking about Fred Armisen? Um, so name drop, uh, shameless plug. Did you just say Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> <laughs> did I just hear that? <laughs> you cut out for a I did. I didn't say Jeff Goldblum, but I like where your mind is at. I who doesn't love Jeff Goldblum? I mean, he is a he is a king among humans. At the Rockwell. That's right. Have you been? I have never seen him perform there, but which is dumb. It's so dumb because I'm 
It's not like I'm far away. Here's a secret for you. I, last time I checked, he performs like every Wednesday night or every other Wednesday night. Tickets go on sale the Wednesday prior, but they usually sell out within the first hour. So I managed one, one time to get tickets, one time. And then last minute, I decided that I figured out that I was working overtime, so I couldn't go. So oh, no. Him and Seth MacFarlane. Oh. Right? So, oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I, listen, I mean, I think we could, uh, <laughs> I think we could go on for another three hours about all things Seth MacFarlane and Jeff Goldblum uh, and Fred Armisen. The thing I was going to th- uh, say about Fred Armisen is I had the extraordinary pleasure of uh, of scaring his pants off, although he wasn't in his group, he was the one that was least scared. But I've yeah. uh, I've been a, a, a scare actor, a speaking scare actor in the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride the last couple of years, yeah. and it's been. I mean, I can't tell you how much of an extreme blast it's been, and I was really fortunate to have. The coolest characters ever. The first year that I did it, I was Charlie Manson and uh, like in the trick or treat area. Yeah. And then how I and then I switched get, to another. Hmm? How deep do you get into your character? Like, oh, I get really deep. I go all the way in. Biography. I mean, when I'm in it, I'm really in it. I just I just go straight for it. Yeah. And when I was Charlie Manson, I mean, I I I hid in the shadows. They never knew I was there. And what was great about it is I had all the other doors were closed. They'd have to knock on them trick or treat. Well, they came to my door, which was at the end, and it was open. And there were dead bodies strewn all about the floor. So they'd come up to my door and they'd lean in. What is this? Seeing the dead bodies. I don't want to go in there. They'd hug their family. And, oh, no, don't make me go in there. And then they'd slowly come through the door. And I'd come at them with my machete. (laughs) It was the most fun ever. And um, right around Halloween that first year, uh, Fred came through with Natasha Leone because they're together, which is... The greatest. So they came through. I scared the pants off of Natasha, right? Uh, Crowning achievement of my life. And then they had so much fun that they came back the next week with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. So then I got to I got to do some creeping on all four of them, and it was it was awesome. Would love to be on that, but they're uh, so sadly it's it's oh, done. Okay. I know I wanted to work on it so bad. Now Dax is on Bless This Mess. So, That's right. You know, following that religiously. Have you heard his podcast? I haven't. Armchair Expert. It's no. it's one of the best up there. I can't I can't give it enough of a you know Amazing. enough praise. Yeah. And the you know besides having the usual run of his celebrity friends. He also has a whole, um, he has experts on all the time. So he talks, uh, he speaks with a lot of authors and scientists and, 
um, relationship experts. And he also has, um, you know, his, his partner, um, his, his producer, Monica Padman, uh, he started doing a series with her cause she, she's, she doesn't really date. So he like did a whole like companion series, uh, setting her up with, uh, relationship experts to help her sort of break out of her romantic shell and so that's that's a great listen too uh, I think it's uh, Monica and Jess something okay yeah highly amazing. recommend amazing love recommendations <laughs> do you listen to podcasts I do for me I are you into the crime ones so much honestly i i've been into kind of like just social psychology mm. if that makes sense makes so, total sense um so i mean tim ferris is oh one. yeah then you have the jordan harbinger show i don't know if you know that not one, familiar but he used to be on art of charm and then they kind of split off and he started his own thing so it's it's as well like i just you know, I, I, I just, I'm very curious about everything and anything. NPR Hidden Brain. Mm. You know, I, I just, I, I want to know everything about You want everything. some, you want to listen to something that expands your mind while it's expanding 100%. your eardrums, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah, love that. I don't, know, I don't know if it's because, you know, a balance with like, you know, what you do career-wise is just... You know, you get to play, and, and that's so enjoyable. So maybe I feel a little guilty. So I want to, I want to kind of supplement my, I don't know, my mind with. Absolutely, you wanna, you wanna get as many different experiences as, as possible, exactly. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Mark Marin. Of fan. course. Okay. WTF fan, sure. Yeah. Mark Marin's the best. Um, I love him in Glow too. Uh, yeah. is he is such a, such an enjoyable curmudgeon, you know? Um, it's, I think it's the new order, you know, it kind of comes effortlessly mm -hmm. to be just born in that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. I love hearing his voice. It's, it's just, you know, uh, and it is comforting and he, yeah. and you know, he's going to speak his mind. <laughs> Honesty is refreshing. For sure. Yeah. So what have you been doing in quarantine? <sighs> Mostly uh, yelling uh, expletives at my window that these mofos across the street would shut the up. Oh. <laughs> just driving me totally, just totally nuts. I and this I, is supposed to be a resting period, right? Like, I, it's, it's kind of like... You know, you got the short end of the stick. You're Listen. Out, um, <laughs> the entire experience. They're essential workers. I get yes. it. They're doing their jobs. I understand. Yes. But also, we're uh, trying to keep our, you know, mental faculties uh, to a low roar, we're we're all in this state right now where we're we're just trying to keep it calm and just you know stay rested and refreshed and 
for, you know, uh, those of us like you and I are trying our best to do our creative things and I can't get a damn thing done with that. And today was one of the worst it's ever. I'm so sorry to go. This is just like I lost all of my followers talking about. But it's just like, I mean, they. it's not it's not just one vehicle. There are like eight vehicles all going at it. It's this huge apartment complex that's probably going to house. Uh, I mean, I. It goes back for like, you know, an eighth of a mile. This this building is huge, and uh, so today they were clearing the like. It looked like they were building a moat. To be honest, they were they they were like clearing the the area around the perimeter, probably to lay the cement for the sidewalk that's that's gonna go around. Sure. But good gracious, I mean, no, just. I, you know, when you, t- I, the, my, my first place that I got for myself when I, when I moved out here, I was so excited. It, you know, overlooked next door was just this like beautiful older house, but the entire backyard was a garden, you know, literally a month after I moved in, they had sold the house and then the construction crew came by. So that whole first year was just construction. So, you know, when you told me about that, I, you know, I understand. <laughs> and they've been going since I moved in. I moved yeah. in last June, and uh, they had already been going at it, I don't know, three or four months beforehand. Yeah. And it wouldn't be quite so bad if they didn't start at the crack of dawn every weekday. I mean, oh it's just like... It's supposed to it's supposed to start at what like nine a.m. eight eight a.m. So I've done copious research on this. (laughs) So the city allows them to start at seven a.m. Yeah, and they are technically allowed to go until nine p.m. However, this particular company generally stops at four p.m. Sometimes they do go to five or five ten, you know. They they'll start shutting down at like you know four fifty seven. I track it. <laughs> like I'm watching the clock on my computer and come on, you know. It ain't. <laughs> um. But, uh, you know, I, I've been just marathoning the hell out of everything I can find. I refuse to watch Tiger King. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, listen, I know, I, I know, I know, I know I'm supposed to. to... Yeah, I held out, I held out for, I think it was four days. Four, <laughs> four days. And then just everybody's talking about it and I have nothing to contribute. So, you know, at this point I just have to watch it. I watched Too Hot to Handle. Okay. And I'm not proud of it, but that was my that was my dirty, filthy like uh you know, I will I will never bring it up outside of the podcast. Have you watch. All right. If we're if we're revealing dark secrets here. Please. Have you seen, have you seen Love is Blind? 
I watched the first episode because I had to, right? You have to. You just it's a it's a thing we humans have to do now. I I just I wanted to throw my computer. It it was I mean, I I get it. It's like it's very reality show. It's very it's supposed to be kind of dumb. Uh, but I just they were they were all so swiftly hurtling towards yes. getting married immediately. And I was like, I want to follow their story. Like, I want to be invested in these people. If we're going to go through another 12 episodes, I want to watch them getting getting into it, you know? But there wasn't there wasn't enough. There just wasn't enough. There wasn't enough conversation, I felt, amongst the couples as they were going through. Now, that being said, I only made it through the first episode. So I'm sure all of that took place in the continuing episodes that I have now missed. But it, I couldn't take it. What did you think? It's... interesting and it's just it was it was it was it was just a new concept I, I went along for the ride but you know it's once they're kind of like I don't know it's very nerve-wracking as well just being in front of like a total stranger and then being like I love you and I'm like you can't you can't love yeah. them <laughs> you don't know them um but yeah it's it's just it's trippy it's definitely trippy, but the other one that I do enjoy when my girlfriend's got me hooked on it is is Love Island. Have you seen Love Island? I started watching the UK version. The UK version. Is I don't remember where I found it, <laughs> but yeah, I watched I watched two and a half episodes of UK. I might okay. watch some more <laughs> after after getting through Too Hot to uh, Too Hot to Handle, which yeah. is just the dumbest cheesiest schlock I mean, yeah, but it's so fun do you do you know the 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 general arc is they're all the most beautiful people you've ever seen it's like 10 of the the most statuesque like just right. you know anybody that looks at them it, you know sure. gets wet in their pants and they're then after they're crazy. hanging out Exactly. For 12 hours, uh -huh. um, there's this little, uh, it's like a Amazon Alexa-esque little uh -huh. cone that is, you know, in all of their bedrooms and in, you know, strategic places uh, called Lana that essentially informs them. It's, it's sort of the, the host and they have a narrator that sort of gives, gives a play-by-play -play as well. But... Yeah. About 12 hours in, Lana tells them, okay, here are the rules. No kissing, uh, right. no sexual touching of any kind, um, mm -hmm. and every time you break the rules, mm -hmm. you lose money for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, people get get right to it, and yeah. uh, the... The kisses, uh, every time they kiss, it's like $3,000. Um, if they get down, it's like 20,000. And yeah. so they're just losing money left and right. And, 
and uh, it's it's compelling, and I hate myself. Cringing <laughs> watching it though, you are absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the thing with Love Island is, I, you know, it's I I've I've I think I've just learned to be kind of like a better friend because in the UK version, it's people are just you know they're they're some they're pretty respectful like to a degree and and you know they kind of respect people's interests and boundaries and then they kind of talk about their feelings but you know in a non-cringy way i think maybe it's a british accent i don't know but i do i do love a british accent (laughs) yes please um you know i i don't know i've i've picked up it's it's like my junk food i'm not proud of it we all have to have those you know Yeah, (laughs) especially during this time. I mean, you know, all we have is time. Yeah. Which is, which is, uh, it's weird, but also kind of nice, right? Going back to what you asked me, and I don't know if like you can cut and paste on this. I don't, I don't know how this. (laughs) I I absolutely want to hear your question, but now that you've brought that up, I do want to say that. Um, I forgot that there is a time limit on Zoom. It's going to cut us off at exactly an hour. I have no idea how long it's been recording. So, um, and I actually think it started a little late. And by that, I mean, I thought I pressed the button and I didn't uh, until about five minutes in. So um, it could cut us off at any moment. But that means we're living in the moment. Everything is organic. I love it. That's the way it should be. That's not a mistake. Um, (laughs) but um going back you asked me kind of like what brought me to LA yes um so just to kind of give you a better introduction there like while living in Cyprus I didn't know what I wanted to do so I tried um I I tried what did I try I tried being um uh, still life uh, model for an oil painter and then I tried hair school and then I assisted a masseuse um, and then I just decided you know I, I, I want to school. I'm not going to name names but they've been featured in Sports Illustrated so they were in my class and I'm like yeah, I, I'll be honest I'm human like I, I you know I was, I was I've always wanted to do that so then I tried that and then so I I tried, yeah, I landed a contract with Elite, and they kind of brought me out to LA, so I did, uh, I did that modeling for a couple of years, and then, um, yeah, and then, and then my manager just thought I'd, I'd be better off kind of, like, acting and, and doing that, so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of... That's how I, that all started, and you got to do all the, all the cool other little niche things before yeah. you got there too isn't that I mean, great i honestly it was a great kind of build-up because you, you know you first like get, get comfortable in front of the camera and then you know through commercials you display a little bit of personality yep. and then you know and then acting is kind of like the accumulation of everything I yeah think. it's it's an amalgam of all the the different yeah. disciplines right yeah it's just um all of the because you're you're able whatever skills you have you can bring that right to the screen or the stage exactly um i 
I got I started on the stage myself. I did a lot of stage performances uh, for many years, and uh, I don't know uh, where I exactly decided to do television and film. I I kind of do, uh, but um, <laughs> we're not we're not talking about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I've talked about it. And I, I did. Uh, I have very little shame, so I'll talk about anything, but <laughs> just a little. I did, I had a supporting role in a, in a film called The Book. It was oh. The Book, The Film. <laughs> and, well, I started out playing kind of a liaison to an emissary of God. And then it turned into I was also sort of a hitman and also sort of like a demi angel. Um, wow. And yes, have you seen Good Omens? I haven't seen Good Omens with David Tennant, right? What? With David Tennant? Yeah. Written by Terry Pratchett and, and someone. It's just. Literally number one pick of the century. I've, I've, okay, I've I'm I'm writing it. I'm like, writing it down. God and like that's that's just kind of the thing. That's okay. Been, you know, I'm doing I'm doing now. it now. <laughs> so this, uh, and then what we do in the shadows. I've got I've got them both starred. Okay. File that for later. Um, so I did this ridiculous film. And it was one of those that ended up shooting off and on for, I ended up, I really lost track. We, Wait, is this? Because I'm trying to find it. Well, oh, oh, you <laughs> won't. It's listed on the database, but it never released. It was. It's listed as released because uh, one of the other actors in the film, who was a very good friend of mine, and we've worked together on a million things, yeah. wanted it to be listed just in case it ever released, which it never will. It will never see the light of day. Uh, it ended up shooting so, so many reasons, Sasha. So many reasons. Uh, the One of which being the director wanted to be all of the things, and he kept... He kept adding titles to his name in the credits uh, because he just had to have full control of every, uh, of absolutely every thread of every aspect of this production. Uh, now, that being said, he gave me a lot of experience on this set because besides being an actor, I was kind of the only one that kept sticking with him <laughs> because I wanted it so bad, so badly that I just kept saying yes when I should have said no after the first 20 times. But uh, I ended up, you know, doing gaffing, grip, mm. casting, producing. And for three or four days of the shoot, I was um, I was a steady cam op. Got to wear the whole backpack and the whole the whole thing, you know, yeah. chilling like a Ghostbuster. Which I think, I think 
that makes you such a better actor, though, because you're just so much more mindful when you're on set of, of just, you know, everyone's jobs around you and, and how you can help them, you know, and it just, the whole production runs a lot smoother, and I, I think it's just such a more supportive environment. Right? I think it definitely helps for every performer to have that behind uh, production experience, for sure. Yeah. And I've... I've had the great fortune of being on a lot of sets and I just love to watch. I love to watch the the cinematographer do his thing and the the gaffer setting up. I I you know even when they place the tape for positions um I I love watching every aspect of it. I love being a part of the process. Yeah. I I just, you know, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play every day. I'm ready to go. I love that. It's your creator. I mean, yeah. that's that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I... waiting for the call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to not be cut off. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't even know how to check. I... I want to believe that I'm a very tech-savvy person, but I'm not. So, I don't know. I don't know where the, uh, I don't know. I guess it'll just, it'll just say, well, you're done. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm having a fantastic time speaking with you. I, I really love... It gives me such a great joy to talk to fellow actors, fellow performers, uh, just about, you know, what they've gone through, their journey, everything that they've experienced, because we all have that, right? We all have our story. We all go through the, the roller coaster of emotions, trying to get to the place that, you know, we're it's trying not, to get to. A, you know, cut and copy and paste is that how the phrase i don't know i just made that up but you know there's <laughs> i like, like it i'll go with it sure how, how does it go i don't know cut and paste there's not a cut and paste way to do it is that no? i don't think so you you understand what i'm saying there are lots of books on it and i've read most of them but <laughs> honestly we we all just it happens for us the way it happens for us yes, but it's you know it's it's not like a, a regular job where you know you start entry level and then you know there's a clear cut time frame where you're gonna get a promotion. You know, it's it's just all over the place. And I think we need each other to kind of you know hold strong and persevere and and you know just be open to new opportunities and keep hope alive. And yeah, I think the artistic community is just so essential. Absolutely. For all of us. Yeah. So if you could take your ballet experience into mm-hmm. you, you, if you created a role that you could play, yeah. uh, obviously Black Swan was already done. We're not, we're, we're not going to count that. Um, this is going to be the Sasha <laughs> Red show. Sparrow. It was Red Sparrow. They did that too. <laughs> Russian ballerina. I was literally, love Jennifer. She's great. Oh yeah. But I mean, just, you know, once you throw the Russian aspect into it, that's, that's when things get heated. <laughs> she did great. She did great. Yeah. Awesome. She, she was awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. But so if I can take my, did I answer the question? I kind of jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> sure. I, I, uh, from watching, um, from watching all of your badassery in your, in your short films and things, I, I want to see you in sort of like a, like a, uh, um, a Black Widow situation. So it's like Black Widow plus ballet. Um, that would be great. Right? So you're doing a pirouette as you're shooting someone through the mouth, you know, did, kind of thing? I did the first Oculus campaign. They, I don't know why they chose me, but I, um, Marvel selected all the top athletes. Like you had Lionel Messi as Iron Man. And then they, I mean, they just had like every top athlete playing as like a comic book character and then and then he picked me to be black widow so see there it is i mean it's there it's there it's right there (laughs) (laughs) anything just badass where i can kind of yield a weapon and you know like throw in some sass dream i which which is an excellent transition to (laughs) talk about all things disney because i know that you're a disney fan I, right? How did you know I was a Disney fan? Oh, I do my research. <laughs> I do my research. Um, so, oh, so here's the question. We're not, we're not going to count, not counting the MCU. We can get to that in a minute. And I want to, definitely. What is your favorite Disney film? Uh, let's, let's stick with animated features and that can include Pixar what is your favorite of all time oh that's a hard one you have so many different flavors I know for kind of different stages in your life um oh um I oh my favorite the one that you will drop everything you're doing at that if if it happens to be playing you're like oh this is on i think it's gonna be shrek (laughs) that's not disney that's pixar no that's no that's not that's um no try again (laughs) listen i'll talk about shrek all day I mean that's a that's a that's another uh, Mike Myers train. I, 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 you know, we have tangents. Um, that I love Shrek so much. Back to him. <laughs> we can um, talk about Mike Myers all you want. I literally just did a marathon yesterday. Did you? With Finding Dory, I did Monsters University, and then I did Monsters. Um, if it was playing Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Oh, cool. Okay. It's going to be the one. Nice pick. Okay. That's one I never hear. It is to every pick, though. What is the... Do you like Ratatouille? Of course I like Ratatouille. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, is that, is that on Disney Plus? Yes, it is, because I literally just bookmarked it this morning. <laughs> it's going, it's going on, it's going on the list. 
Patton Oswalt plays a character in that, right? It, it does. Yeah. Is he the is he the mouse? I don't want to give the wrong answer. I'm like terrified. <laughs> uh oh. I'll I'll edit this out. <laughs> I just remember Patton Oswalt uh, playing a voice in it because I am. I am an uber fan of Patton Oswalt. He's um, getting ready to release a new special on Netflix. I think it's coming out next month. Right. So. He plays Remy. He plays the main, the main rat. Right. <laughs> that is him. Awesome. Uh, yet another guest that I will, I will 100% have on this show sometime in the near future. He's a, what else? What's your favorite Disney movie? Well done. Bringing it right back around. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this so this... All the social this is, obviously, this is very tough. This is, okay. this is difficult, it right? Is, right? Because you go through so many emotions of life, and all of the Disney films fit those different emotions. Uh, and... Absolutely. So... For all of the reasons, I'm going to go with a goofy movie. Because it's it's such a... Well, first of all, it's one of the most underrated Disney films there ever was, right? Only now... Okay. It's, it, only now has it built this, like cult following that it never had when it came out or even 10 years after but now you were the og i certainly was because okay i didn't know that about you well see we're 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 going to the we're going to the places in this show i i i like to get the tears um i was going through a really hard time with my father at the time as I did many times throughout my childhood. And it hit every heartstring that I, it just hit every note in my being. Uh, I saw it by myself in the theater when it came out and I was sobbing. I was by, by the end and they're all on stage together and they're doing the perfect cast and I lost it. I just, I was gone. I cannot uh, see movies by myself. I just cry from the loneliness. Like that, <laughs> I've, I've done that twice in my life. Both times did that well. Yeah. But that's when you know it's good. It takes and, you on that journey. It pulls those things out of you, right? That's what you want as a creative, as a, you know, yeah. as a performer. It's like, yeah, this is, I needed that, you know? Yeah. And a goofy movie is one of those that um, I, anytime I watch it, I am, I am just, I'm filled. I am taken to that place where I was in that theater so many years ago. And, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's such a wonderful romantic movie. Uh, it's got a lot of romance. It's uh, it's an action adventure. It's a road trip movie, um, and Tevin Campbell is the goat. I mean, every song in that movie 
is the best thing I've ever heard. I I just, you know, um, after this is over, I, I may sing to myself in here. because in case, like, people don't see this video, just to get the sparkle. All of the... The rosy cheeks and the, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't talk about it without just being filled with absolute joy. Uh, It's truly a wonderful movie. And um, yeah, I I can't say enough about it. Uh, My other favorite is Oliver and Company, which is another one that a lot of people don't talk about. Billy Joel, man. I mean, you can't go wrong with Billy Joel. Okay. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, because we're, I guess we're still going, it says recording, so I'm going to believe it for now. Maybe it'll go on forever. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It just goes black. Uh, So let's get into the MCU, right? Uh, Being a fellow uh, Black Widow performer yourself right uh i i don't want to get into i don't want to talk too much about black widow because it's kind of devastating that it keeps getting freaking moved back and it's driving me totally nuts and now phase four listen anyway so uh what uh what is your what is your favorite mcu film doctor strange yeah nice (laughs) not need to think about that i love it Uh, i one i love benedict cumberbatch who doesn't well it's just he's phenomenal so talented and sexy i I just (laughs) doctor wait what did you say what did you say sexy i don't care i'm i'm gonna i say it with no shame at all the man is just gets my motor running you said it for the both of us i thank you for that but I just, I, you know, I think it's just one of, it's so well done, and it's just very, um, there's so many drops of wisdom throughout, you know, it's, it's not your kind of, like, basic story, I don't know, it's, it, it does it for me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm listening intently, I was also pressing the button. Uh, checking audacity to make sure that it was still recording audio <laughs> while we were recording video i'm doing a i'm doing way too many things on this uh this laptop right now i'm surprised it's holding together thank you laptop i'm not surprised i'm going to nuzzle you a little bit <laughs> i appreciate it. i i am totally with you on on dr strange my favorite of the whole bunch has to be civil war because spider-man which we were all on pins and needles for so long trying to, you know, waiting for Sony and Marvel to figure it out. And they finally got it together. I knew they would. You know, <laughs> I mean, they had to, right? They had to figure it out. So, you know, they're all in there. Spider-Man joins the bunch. Uh, we've got Ant-Man, freaking Paul Rudd. I mean, I... Uh, it's and and it's just i mean it's the most exciting adventure we've got you know the heroes tete a tete against each other oh are they gonna figure it out 
oh, there's explosions and and Cap is being the most. It's the last. Oh God! Everything coming to a close. It stirs up a lot of emotions. Absolutely. I got that. So that's your that's your first choice. I think that's got to be number one. Of of the twenty three. So far, yeah. is that is that what yeah. we're up to? Twenty three. I, I think that's the. Ask me. I don't. <laughs> I I will tell you I. I haven't seen all of the Hulks because. What's the you? I it just I. The like the Edward Norton one, I started watching it and, I mean. The dude is a profound actor. Uh-huh. Profound. Yes. But I didn't like him in that role. I couldn't take him as Bruce Banner. Don't ask me why. It, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, because you're used to him portraying kind of more realistic characters. Maybe so that's it. I don't know. Jive well for you to see. Ah, uh, no, no. No, no. I tried. <laughs> But otherwise, seeing seeing all of them all the way through, and I it, I I really hope that we can get through all of this insanity and this uh, this weirdness, so we can get back on track with Phase Four. That's my that's my number one propulsion of getting through this this pandemic, so we can get uh, Phase Four back on track. I agree. Yeah. No, it, 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 it will come. It will come. But also, you know, we have to be mindful. You, you look at the Spanish flu, and then, you know, you, the, se- the second... So once they reopened, it was the second wave that actually ended up um, killing more people. That's right. So That's absolutely right. Yeah. And it kept flowing back like an ocean wave. It kept, you know, they would... They kept letting it drift out, and then it would drift right back and kill another few thousand people. And yeah. and your, we we are just living in. We have so many stupid people running so many things, and they're just not paying attention and listening to the people who actually know what they're talking about. Did you see those protest videos? I saw. I I wish I could unsee. All of them. I I just with the with the lady in the truck and uh, yeah yeah you know and we we have a anthropomorphic Cheeto uh, in the White House which is uh, which is just you know I mean we <laughs> strange times it's strange times man yeah it's weird <laughs> it's weird but time goes on that's right. Yeah change is a constant and we are gonna get through it together yes that's the whole thing we are none of us are fighting it alone none you know none of us are going through all the things that we're going through because of it alone we have this global community of total insanity (laughs) they're all dealing with it it's also strengthened relationships and I, I feel, you know, kind of made us realize what's actually important and that's, you know, the people in our lives and, and just basic necessities and 
Yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm interested to see how it's all going to unfold once, you know, we're back out there. Yeah, I don't think, me too. I don't think it's, it's going to remain the same. Absolutely not. It can't. It yeah. can't remain the same after all of this. People are still going to be idiots, but we've got a lot of policy changes that are happening and a lot of things that are being brought to the surface that can't be undone now. We know we have a lot more truths than we had before this all started, and that's a really good thing. And I think that's going to continue as we, you know, move further into this year. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a curse that's turning into a blessing, many blessings. Yeah, definitely. Well, Sasha, it's been a joy and a treat and a pleasure. I could talk to you for another uh, week. <laughs> I can. I have so many things to add. <laughs> and please feel free to uh, to drop into my DMs on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're all just hanging out during this quarantine, and I definitely need more people to talk to. So please feel free to, to message also, me wherever. Any recommendations either you or anyone has, books, TV shows, you know, events? Just Endless. Send my way, please. <laughs> I will. You will get tired of hearing from me, I assure you. Um, so where can people find you across all of the places? Um, Instagram's my main, my main squeeze. <laughs> it's, I'm at Sasha Naboga, which you did pronounce correctly. Again, major kudos. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I'm resistant to like anything else for now. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's going to throw in a TikTok dance, but. <laughs> Are you on TikTok? I'm not. I'm not. I am. Just you and Tiger King. I'm holding out. I don't know. I no, <laughs> I, no judgment there. No judgment there. Listen, TikTok is a is a wild jungle of a place. It really is. Okay. You know, um, I'm just I'm I'm in the background. I'm waiting until the dust settles. You know, I feel works, you. Doesn't maybe. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, gotta see what's see. But you're already you're already ahead of the game. You got you got the ballet game going right. So you just <laughs> just like. Hit some people with, put on a little, uh, a little, you know, two chains or whatever, and and get the, get the, uh, the little. I don't know what I'm trying to do here, but. Um, <laughs> I think we should start a TikTok. I think this is. What oh, I oh I have one. Oh I'm I'm on there. Oh I'm there. Please please dance for us. Send me a link to that. I do. I have. I will send it to you. Please. It will scar you forever, and I will be. You know. I am there, are, there are very few things that I do have shame about, and having a TikTok <laughs> is definitely one of them. But um, uh, this has been absolutely awesome. I will absolutely. I'm I'm going to be watching every single episode of Dummy. Uh, if episode five is up now, I'm going to watch it right right this very instant. Everyone should watch. I think it's amazing writing, and it's actually very. Um, parallel to an actual real life story so just just putting that out there <laughs> and it's and it's got a living talking sex doll and you can't beat That's that right. so That's right so and definitely you know dan Harmon. 
played by Donald, by Dan Harmon. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so great. When they when they revealed that, I I was I almost woke up my roommates because I had the biggest I laugh. I was like, I I was like, it's so good. It's so good, guys. It's genius. It's it really is. Yeah. It's so well done. It's so well written, and you just have you know phenomenal people all working together to make this happen. And I'm can't be more proud of how it's turned out. So you should be. I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, congratulations on on landing that, and congratulations <laughs> on all you've accomplished. I can't wait to see you in more things, all the things. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, again, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay Stay safe. That's right. Exactly. Get lots of rest. Take all of the naps. (laughs) We forget about naps in this life and they're such a treasure. They really are. Right? At this point, I can't agree more. (laughs) Sasha having me thank you have a wonderful evening you too (laughs) take care you too remember you can follow me as always across all the places at devlin wilder that's d-e-v-l-i-n-w-i-l-d-e-r and faux real at faux real pod that's f-a-u-x-r-e-a-l-p-o-d that's it for this one see you on the next one (laughs) 